says Jared is listening to Spotify at the moment. Yeah, I am. Did you know that you could listen to the Profane Argument on Spotify? You can now? You can, thanks to... Uh, Are we doing a commercial that you didn't tell me about? <laughs> <laughs> thanks to a suggestion from uh, our current listener, Grinch McScrooge here. Hmm. He suggested that uh, we get the podcast on Spotify, and I went, that's a thing? Okay, I'll look at that. So I'm actually listening to our show from last week. <laughs> oh. There you go. All the episodes should be available on Spotify. What else did I think about today that I wondered if it was possible to get on these sorts of things? Oh, can you stream this show on the iHeartRadio app? Not a clue. Okay. They claim to have over 4 million podcasts. I was like, we could be one of those podcasts. What about live streaming on YouTube? I see people do that all the time now. Yeah, it's mm. like a trap. And then you get this. Do you No, like, really? Like, and then... There's a chat thing on the side, and there's a thing called Super Chat where they can pay money, and you'll you have to like guarantee you'll answer that question. I haven't seen that. We we did stream to YouTube for a little bit. The other podcast, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, we I did thought, it on this one too, didn't we? Did we? I, I didn't think YouTube liked us because every once in a while we say oh, atheist or devil, and they get all upset at us. I think it was when we said uh, Satanic Temple. Ah, uh, okay. It's not like we're looking to get monetized anyway, are we? No. No. It'd be nice. Cover the cost. Not on YouTube. <laughs> not on YouTube. It's too squeaky clean on YouTube. You can't do it anymore. Patreon's the way to go. Mm. All right. I'm going to get started. Cool. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, May 28th, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared the Broken, first of his name. (laughs) This is Ian. Still hot about the Game of Thrones, all right. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Brand's the most interesting (laughs) character on Game of Thrones. (laughs) On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, religious nonsense, and every now and then Game of Thrones. That affects us. Uh, we talk about it from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our patron page, and you can chat with us directly while we record. You can do that just by going to theprofaneargument.com and click the link to become a patron, which will set you up on our Discord channel. Uh, you can also post to our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg, or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week on the show, we'll be talking about Trump's assault on LGBT and abortion law updates. But first, a few updates. Jared's favorite topic. I think it's all of our favorite subject. (laughs) (laughs) Measles. The outbreaks of measles. I just want to point this out every week because of the idiocy of the anti-vaxxers. So this week we're up to 940 individual cases. If you remember, the highest previous year was 2014 at 667 for the full year. We beat them. Yeah. It's May. Crushing it. (laughs) Not that that's a good thing. Also wanted to mention chickenpox. There's an article on fatherly.com specifically about chickenpox and the fact that it is still a danger and should not be taken as lightly as it is. Back before the vaccine was introduced, every year there would be a few million cases of children under 15 with the chickenpox. There would be like 10,000 hospitalizations 
and about 100 deaths. And of those deaths, roughly 70% would be in perfectly healthy children. Jeez. So that was 70 kids a year that would die from chicken pox, which, you know, we just take for granted that it's fine. And I think the, and in the article it even mentions, we think the chicken pox is fine because you meet so many people who are like, ah, I had the chicken pox when I was a kid and it, you know, I'm fine. And that's the only story you hear because the ones that are dead don't get to tell you their story. Mm. Well, I know a few people who might argue, it, argue with you on that part. <laughs> Oh, my child who died of the pox comes and visits me and tells me stories. <laughs> well, plus getting the chicken pox also has um, implications for later in life, too. Um, what's it called? Shingles is a, is a disease that older people get and immune compromised, which is not life threatening, but it can be if you get it in your eyes, which it burns. Yeah, it's, you can, and you can blind you and it hurts a whole hell of a lot. So it, it's nothing to be messing around with. Yeah. How old do I have to be to worry about the shingles thing? Um, not immune compromised. Usually not until your 60s or 70s. Got it. So the earth will be on fire by then. I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> I also wanted to mention in Maine, we mentioned this, I think last time, maybe the time before. Maine is had, was trying to pass a bill to limit opouts for the medical, for the vaccinations. And that has finally reached the governor's desk Thursday. Thought- so... And I thought I saw news today that he signed it, but I might have been imagining it. So, if I saw the same thing, okay, okay, good. I had not seen that, but um, like I said, this got posted like five days ago. So, but in any case, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, Maine still doesn't have that same governor, the one that was talking about Shifty and and Jose coming up to the state and impregnating their white <laughs> women. <laughs> wow. I miss that guy. <laughs> it's not the same guy, right? It's a different guy? I suspect it is uh, a different guy. By Karen clearly doesn't know what I'm so. talking about, but Ian remembers. Because I know <laughs> yeah, he, very well. he, Shifty was his favorite guy. <laughs> I don't remember this, but I can't imagine that would be the same person. Oh, it's a female. I had oh. a feeling it was a female. Okay, so it's definitely not the same yeah, Jenna person. Okay. All right, so way to go, Maine. Uh, also, uh, as far as the vaccination goes, measles has had been eliminated and uh, we are, by we, the United States, we are in threat of losing the status of being free of the measles. Cool. And I don't know how we still have that status because it's all over the place at this point. Yeah, clearly, we're not <laughs> free of the measles. But to be free, you have to, I mean, so the measles has now lasted in the United States since it was the first reports resurgence. It's lasted for more than a year. So what that means is that it has successfully passed from, you know, one generation of the measles to the next. So there's it's it's a it's a progressing. Right. It's not just coming in from outside anymore. Right. And it's not necessarily limited and contained. Previously it had been and we were declared free of it. Hmm. And yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to uh, to say that anymore. Do we lose a plaque or something? What what happens if we lose this? <laughs> I don't really know. I think it's just an advisory between uh, between countries. Yeah. It, it, we lose lose a star on travelocity. <laughs> I tell you, people in this country they want to go back to the eighteen hundreds. That's what yes. they want. In many ways, they do. Yeah, and so yeah, between abortions, between vaccinations, same sex marriage, yeah, equal rights, everything. Just make All America right. eighteen fifty again. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to a story a little bit later about how 
I think Idiocracy, the movie, is just coming true in every way. But uh, let me hit a couple other follow-ups. Uh, Pakistan. We talked about Asia Bibi, who is now in Canada. She survived her death sentence in Pakistan for blasphemy. Saif Ul-Maluk, who was her lawyer in Pakistan, has been awarded the Secularist of the Year by the United Kingdom's National Secular Society. Hmm. So I think that's well-deserved for saving her life and getting her out of Pakistan. So good for him. Yeah. I won that last year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt you. Oh, wait. No, I really don't. <laughs> um, and also an update. I, this is hilarious. Lawyers for the ARC encounter are suing their insurance company because of rain damage. <laughs> oh, God. Now, you are so funny. <laughs> now, they so they are they had rain damage, which actually flooded the road leading to the ARC encounter. Unfortunately, the damage wasn't to the ARC. Yeah. Uh, it, w- it was to the road leading there. And the insurance company said, yeah, that's uh, that's an act of your God. <laughs> We're not going to, to cover that. And actually, their insurance in no way covers the road. Like, it's it's not part of the insurance deal. Why would it be? Sure. It's a road. Yeah. So they're not paying. And yeah, the Ark Encounter is suing them. It's curious they don't, you know, attribute God's anger to taking out the road. They must have done something very bad for their God to be so angry. Yeah, why it. exactly is it that God flooded the world? Because he was angry with humans. And Hubris. obviously the yeah. rain flooding out your road. That that can't possibly be God, though. That's just, you know, act no, of he's, nature. But he right. spared the ark, though. Oh, it's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> he flooded that out for a different reason, because the county probably wouldn't give them money or something. <laughs> so yeah. he's going to make it hard for anybody to drive out there and see the ark. Yeah. He's okay with the Ark. He's just not okay with people seeing it. <laughs> on, on a non-religious point and more on a legal standpoint, if it's in the contract that it says acts of God are not covered, and specifically the road, what leg do they have to stand on legally? None. I don't, I don't think they have any. Yeah. I think they're going on the, well, maybe if we can get it up to the Supreme Court, all of the conservative oh, justices right. we put there will vote seven to two in their favor. Yeah. I forgot how this country works where... Nine courts will say no, but the last one, the all-knowing Supreme Court, will say yes, and then we all have to follow that. Right. Should it, it should be majority, right? Majority rules? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Number of courts? That'd be nice. Yeah. I'm just saying, no. like, the Supreme Court's the last one, and they rolled yes on this fictional thing, and everybody else rolled ruled no. Majority wins. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. But the it way has that- to come to some sort of conclusion, though. It can't just be, I don't know. I'm picturing, I, I'm seeing Trump putting more and more justices in place. I don't, I don't like the majority idea too much either. Mm. Well, it doesn't matter. He's stacking all the courts, so right. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. So majority or Supreme Court, meh. They'll have the numbers at some point in some places. I like what Grinch said. Maybe God was so angry about gay marriage that he wrecked the road to give them free publicity. That's, yeah. some, that's some forward thinking right there. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, to follow up, we talked about Goop last week. I don't remember, but previously. I think it was like two weeks ago. There is a podcast for men that talks solely about Goop. (laughs) It's called The Goop Fellas. Oh, we're going to hell. There's no hell, but (laughs) we're going. What? What? (laughs) I don't know, man. I didn't listen to it. I wasn't. I can't. Well, thank God, because you won't know that I'm actually on it. But <laughs> is it product testing or 
Reviews. I do not know, um, but what? it just came I'm to my attention that it existed. <laughs> Jeff is going to let us know he's downloading. <laughs> right, I only pay for one Patreon, and it's Goop for Men, or whatever fuck the name of that was. The Goop Guys. Goop Fellas. Like Good Fellas. Oh, oh, God, oh, it's even worse. It. Oh, it is worse. <laughs> what I thought is I the- didn't quite get the emphasis on there correctly. <laughs> What? All right. That's- <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm okay. not done. George. <laughs> Please. No, I'm, no, I'm done. <laughs> all right. So that's all I got on the follow-ups. This, however, uh, Jared, you brought to my attention. Steve Bannon. American hero. <laughs> led a group of people to erect the border wall over the weekend. Like, apparently... It- in the dark, like nobody, I I didn't hear about this at all. I didn't see it on CNN. I didn't see it on any of my news feeds. But uh, so he took some of the money raised by the GoFundMe. Somehow he got in conjunction with the guy who ran the GoFundMe to build the wall, which then turned out to be a company called Build the Wall. <laughs> mm. We built and the then, wall. Yeah. yeah, we, well, something like that. And uh, he got like $20 million from him and they built a mile's worth of the wall. They bought private property along the border and built a mile of wall. In the cover of night over the weekend. There's only 1,200 more miles to go, or however long it is. It's so bizarre. What, yeah, what is the game plan here for Steve Bannon? Like Keep the base riled up. By by doing what they want? Yeah, because if they get a wall that goes from sea to shining sea, it doesn't matter. It won't help, because we all know that people come in on airplane. So then they'll go after that target. Then there will be no flights available from Mexico to the U.S., well, and they keep bringing up the drugs. Most of the opiates that come over the border come through the customs agency. Like right. They get through on trucks. Again, it goes back to my question. Is Steve Bannon really that scared? I mean, he, he's he, Steve Bannon's got enough money that he cannot be fucking worried about immigrants coming over the border here. Enough True. that he's like, I got to build a mile's worth of this wall for no fucking particular reason other than to get some news. And I, I, I mean, like, we, we know Trump's not sitting at night thinking about this or was ever worried about this. It's just a fucking talking point. Right. Yeah, th- that was absolutely true. I don't know. I think he's a propaganda man. I think this is pure propaganda. That would be my guess. It's fear-mongering. It's, it's keeping the far-right nuts unhappy and disturbed and riled up so they'll go and continue to vote far-right. It's kind of disturbing that you can waste money like that mm. on on whatever his angle is. Well, at least they used the money from the GoFundMe for the reason that it was meant to be. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, we're about to go to war with Iran, theoretically, for reasons just as stupid. So humans do stupid things. And these uh, these humans <laughs> do stupid, evil things. So, Well, in the article that I had read about the about the wall that he built was that the reason part of the reason why he did this was like, you know, he's been over in Europe. Mm. For a good portion of the time, trying to rile up that shit, and they had elections, and it didn't go as far as he wanted. They, I think, they got like very few people in, but just enough to kind of destabilize things. But they don't have like a majority rules right. over there, and they're looking at it as kind of a fail. So he f- immediately flew back to the United States and built a miles worth of wall to mm. prove what a fucking patriot it is. <laughs> so bizarre. Should let everybody know Steve Man- B- Bannon made most of his money off of a, sh- a TV show about a Jew. See how they feel about him then. What show did he make his money off of? Seinfeld. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. What? Yeah, he had something to do with Seinfeld. I didn't know that. Oh. Huh. Now, Jeff, double-check me, make sure I'm right about this. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is Grinch is killing me. He said Steve Bannon is a bloated, alcohol-soaked model for a derelict fashion line from Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> derelict? 
they're elite. <laughs> nice. I don't know. I, I've always thought that Steve Bannon was just a, a propaganda guy. He helped get Trump elected. He knows how to manipulate that line of thinking and the people mm-hmm. that, that are in that line of thinking. That, so I have to think that that's the case. And yes, indeed, he was a producer on Seinfeld. Man, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld, how do you feel about that now? There are some funny episodes. Hey, listen, our Secretary of the Treasurer is to blame for our Suicide Squad. So... This what do you is know? true. <laughs> All right. While we're talking about semi-related to Trump administration, uh, the New York Times has an article about the Trump administration attacking climate science. Yeah, climate science specifically. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see. I've got two articles here, and they're they're very much related. But Trump administration, we all know, uh, is rolling back all the environmental regulations pulled out of the Climate Accord in Paris. And they're rolling back uh, federal courts' effort to curb greenhouse gas emissions that were initiated during the Obama administration, which, you know, I just take as Trump has to undo everything that that President Blackenstein ever did. Right. And the administration is seeking to undermine the very science on which the policy rests. He's doing everything that he can to just pull everything out. This is still effort is still ongoing and along with that they put out efforts well they put out efforts to change the health and human services and the department for housing and urban development and uh, the administration's designed uh, it, it's trying to strip civil rights from groups including women lgbtq and uh, giving religious freedom the right to discriminate against those groups by depriving them of of housing and health care Jeez, they are fucking pure evil, these people. Yeah. He he surrounded himself with every fucking awful person. And what they're basically doing is they're allowing you to say, I have a religious conviction. Therefore, I, as a health and human services employee, cannot help you because I don't believe in your, quote unquote, lifestyle. Right. So here's a quote from one of the others, who is a physicist, William Happer, who serves on the National Security Council as the president's deputy assistant for emerging technologies. He said, the demonization of carbon dioxide is just like the demonization of the poor Jews under Hitler. <laughs> I remember that quote. Yeah. I mean, these are the people he's listening to. Holy shit. It's amazing. I don't even think he's listening to them. He's just like, do whatever you fucking want. I don't care. As long as I get rich. Right, as long as the oil companies, but it's got to be more than just the oil companies putting money in all their pockets. I mean, is it because it, I think it definitely is. I mean, that's that's one of the big things, though. But what else is it? I mean, what? what how are they so? Um, it's it's. I think it's just it comes down to money. They're so offended by new technology, which they can make money on. They don't want to change. That costs money. But but. <laughs> <laughs> The only time that the only time that they will change, I just had this discussion with somebody today, mm. is when it will save them money. For instance, they say probably in twenty years there will be no such thing as a truck driver, mm. maybe a little bit longer, because most of these trucks will be self-driving. Okay. Do you think that they are crying over the fact that they don't have to pay employees and pensions and worry about workmen's comp and all that shit? No, they'll spend money on that because some mathematician will figure out in the long run you will be able to save this. But bigger jabs. <laughs> Right, and no one's going to be crying for the poor truckers. Right. F- fuck them, right? But if the trucking industry, if someone was like, look, 
you got to stop using these diesel engines. You got to use this electric trucks, which I know is not a thing, but say they did. It will be. They'd be like, get the fuck out of here. We're not going to fucking get rid of all our trucks. We've got to think about the poor truck company. <laughs> so that's the only time that they'll do any kind of change. Hmm. By the way, electric trucks do exist. Tesla has already made uh, a few prototypes. So. I don't trust that weed smoking CEO. <laughs> <laughs> you have had a long beef with the Elon Musk. <laughs> but the, my favorite part about this uh, the story that is on the Center for Inquiry is that the announcement of the Trump administration made about health and human services and housing and urban development came a day after Ben Carson, Secretary <laughs> of Health or of Human, no, uh, Department of, of Housing cookies? and Ur- Urban <laughs> Development. <laughs> uh, a day after he's told Congress no changes to the current protections were planned. So Ben Carson sat and told Congress, no changes are planned. Next day, here are our changes. <laughs> Do you think nobody told him? Of I'm course. pretty sure. Do you think he is making any fucking decisions over <laughs> no. that job? No. Other than what kind of new doors and tables to put into his office? Yeah. he. I'm quite sure nobody told him. He is absolutely the pawn that gets thrown under the bus talking to Congress. Not that that's thrown under the bus. As we all know, Trump... Congress has no power over the Trump administration. I am shocked at the number of people that he is able to find to sell out this country for money. Yeah. Like, he just, somehow they just gravitate to him. Like, dude, I'll totally sell this fucking country out. Just give me a job. I won't look at any papers. (laughs) That Oreo cookie thing, though. Holy shit. All right, tell me about the cookie thing. You don't know about this Oreo cookie thing? No. I don't think I saw this. I see it so, now. What okay, is going so on? so he was he was uh, uh, being questioned by Congress late, earlier this week. Maybe it was last week sometime. And when the way I believe it's, and I should know this because I'm in real estate. But when a government when the when the government gives out a loan like an FHA loan and the mm-hmm. person defaults on it and the house goes into foreclosure, they call it an REO, right? Okay. Which is which I forget what that stands for. But the Secretary of Human Urban Development or whatever the fuck HUD stands for. Yeah. Housing and urban development? Housing, Probably yeah. should know. So she asked him a question about REOs, and he looked at her, and he was like, Oreos? <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> REOs. Thank you, Jeff. Real estate owned. And, like, everybody was laughing, and, of course, and he got in on the joke and took a picture of Oreo cookies and sent mm. her some Oreo cookies. But the truth of the matter is, he didn't know the fucking answer. Wow. <laughs> That's kind and, of the and, core of what his, his organization does. So, okay. We're, we're boned. <laughs> We're boned. Yeah, for so the time I, being, yeah, we are. After the Trump administration made the announcement, two dozen states, multiple municipalities, have sued over the conscience rule, is what they're calling it, because it's the you know the the conscience of the religious person. They can't sacrifice their conscience to help these strange lifestyle people. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, I believe California t- Attorney General is heading up the, the charge, but uh, they, they declared that it impedes access to basic care and encourages discrimination against vulnerable patients. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't think either side is going to argue that that's what it does. Yeah. Phew. But lawsuits abound. Moving on. I don't Oh, man, I'm so mad, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, are they sitting there in rooms during the day and being like, is there any other way we can fuck over gay people today? Like, is there a new one we can come up with? (laughs) 
I think I think at least Pence is. I mean, come on. Sure. Well, that's Pence's whole being because it makes him feel icky. But yeah, you know, somebody, some, some of these. There's obviously lower level people coming up with this shit, passing it across Ben Carson's desk, and he's like, oh, "Oreos, all right," signs it, and then they just <laughs> hands it off and doesn't even read it. Right. But a lot of people hate gay people and women. <laughs> Curiously yeah. enough, they're all re- really religious. Hmm. 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 Curious. 1850s again. Same argument. I'm going to buy myself a horse. Ride it to work. There you go. (laughs) As long as when you uh, run for office, you you also ride the horse to your pole. Oh, my God. I wish I I could run for office. (laughs) Is he going to do that again? What's his name in Alabama? Going to ride his horse in? A hundred percent. Oh, my God. That poor horse. I felt so bad for it. He's such a horrible rider. (laughs) They are really going to roll the dice on Roy Moore again. Yeah. Absolutely. (sighs) Think of all the name recognition. <laughs> Think of all that the malls true. he can't go to. Hold <laughs> yeah. every debate at the mall. <laughs> He's he is running again. Just so you know, Grinch. <laughs> so as we've talked about the blitz going on, a bunch of states are trying to pass laws to offer you know Bible history classes and try and put up "In God We Trust" uh, across the schools. So there was a survey released Friday. Uh, which across America showed that 12% of Americans support the idea for offering a Bible class, a history class mm. of the Bible in school. 12%. Yeah. So the rest of that the country low. wants separation of church and state, but 12%. It's only 12% of the people want this nonsense. That yeah. It, it and somehow it's going to happen, right? Because yeah. 12% want it yeah. and we, we let the minority rule. In this country, Somehow. well, minorities need to be protected, but not rule. No, I didn't say I didn't say minorities. I said the minority, <laughs> right? Well, I just mean in general, though. I don't mean yeah. like minorities as in race. I mean, if in any sort of argument, if you're looking at any class of people classification, the minorities just because they're in a minority doesn't mean that they get to you know get the shit under the stick. They they do need their representation, but that doesn't mean that just because the religious has been in rule for so long in this country that that mm. minority gets to continue. They did like- say that uh, a third of the respondents, 33%, says that states should require schools to offer new history classes on all major religions. Oh, a comparative religion class? We've talked about this before. On board, yep. You teach kids about the different types of religion, what they believe, what their books are, where, you know, when did it come up in history, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. How dumb they all are, how none of them are true. <laughs> Just teaching people that other religions exist and dif- and believe differently than you and that's okay is valuable. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like learning Greek mythology. Sure. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. You know what minority is not really represented in the government? Atheists. You got it. Yeah. Where's our representation? Hiding. There was, what, one rep representative in Congress who said that they were an atheist? Yes. There are several who said that they were, you know, they fall on the nuns or the that they are not religious or, or, you know, whatever. But I think only one said that they were actually an atheist. Yeah. Are there true. enough atheists in certain areas that a candidate could come out and be like, yeah, I'm totally an atheist. Yeah, it's, it's, it informs my whole being. <laughs> Yeah. And be like, be like, I don't give a shit what you do or who you who you worship, but I don't. I think you and can get a, you can get away with it on a county basis, maybe a state if you're talking, you know, New York and California, but um, the rest of the time, no. 
And you and a president candidate, presidential candidate, could never no, pull this off. Never happen. Mm. Yeah. So Grinch put out a quote that, uh, or a, a, I don't know, a poll. Uh, supposedly, sixteen point one percent of the country has an IQ of less than eighty-five. Sure. <laughs> I mean, what's the average? One hundred. Right. That makes sense. Um. So yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. And speaking sense. of which, let's move into the uh, public policy polling. Ah. Which is a, uh, it's a PDF that I believe I can link on our webpage. I'm going to try and put it up as a link on the webpage. I don't know how that's going to work since it's a PDF, but we'll see. It, it's an interesting, I found this earlier in the week. That, so it was a conspiracy theory study. I mean, it's the classics. You know, do you believe um, the moon landing was faked? Do you believe Osama bin Laden is still alive or not? Um, do you believe uh, Barack Obama is the Antichrist? Things like that. Hey, wait, the, the Osama bin Laden, that's an actual conspiracy theory that he's still alive? Yeah. Yes. I never heard that one. Only 6%, 6, 6% of people said they do believe that he's still alive, and 11% said they were not sure. So not in, sure? Right. Oh. So in general, the United States population believes that um, Obama, that he's dead. But So I'm reading down through these, and I'm going, a UFO crashed in Roswell, yada, yada, yada. Then I get to question nine, which is, do you believe the Bush administration intentionally misled the public about the possibility of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq to promote the Iraq war or not? I'm like, that's, wait a second. I'm I'm not, is that a conspiracy theory? No, that's truth. From what I understand. (laughs) That's what I thought. But now I'm questioning myself. I mean, do people, and so I looked at the results and 44% of the population believe that that's that it's true. 45% do not believe that the Bush administration intentionally misled the public. More people believe that he was telling the truth. I'm like, not what? by much, though. Not by much. But then so I looked into the breakdown of Republicans and Democrats, and you, you know where this is going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight yeah. down the line? <laughs> Straight down the line. But yeah. A, 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 I bet you a lot of those people who don't believe it just aren't informed, like just don't. Like, as far as I knew, that was – that's in the history books now. I mean, the only possible if, – if you technically look at it, it says, do you believe the Bush administration intentionally misled? You could make an argument that it wasn't the Bush administration, that it was the intelligence officials who informed the Bush administration that misled the administration and the public. And in that case, you could say, I do not believe that that question is – or that that statement is true. I don't think that that's the case. I think that it's whether or not you believe the government as a whole misled the public, which is completely clear. No weapons of mass destruction were found, and we had soldiers all over the place. But people believe it. People actually think that it's a conspiracy theory. People think that it that that is just us making up stuff. I was shocked and appalled by this. And curiously, seventy two percent. Oh, people, the, they, one of the bases they used was uh, people that voted for Mitt Romney versus Barack Obama. And 72% of people that voted for Mitt Romney don't think that it was a lie. I, it's baffling. But, but we never found any. Did, it, did we never right. find them? Did we just suck at it? I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Oh, uh, fortunately, I was, I was somewhat buoyed up by the fact that um, only uh, uh, 4% of the population believe in lizard people. You know, governing governing the United States. So that 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 seems low. Yeah. Well, fourteen percent believe in Bigfoot. So you know, fifteen <laughs> percent believe that the government controls your mind through the television. Oh my god! So I don't know if there's anything I wholeheartedly believe that I've <laughs> never had any proof about or any like you know like 
I mean, I know I'm a little sketchy on the JFK thing, but I wouldn't bet my life on it. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm kind of curious where, well, I mean, we've gone over some of these in previous podcasts, actually quite a few of these, mm-hmm. given our opinion on them. But yeah, I mean, there's there's question about, because of the way it's stated, do you believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone in killing President Kennedy, or was there a larger conspiracy at work? That I can see large numbers on, Sure. Do you believe Paul McCartney actually died and was secretly replaced so that the Beatles could continue? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So obvious, right? (laughs) Do you believe the vaccines cause autism? That one is straight up uh, not sure. Most people are are, do not, and a whole bunch of people said not sure, but a solid 20% say do. 20%. Now, this was in 2013, so maybe a few of them have learned a little since then, but still. Grinch just brought up the Avril Lavigne one. I remember mm. that one where she yeah. was replaced with an actress. Mm, sure. I mean, it's fun to believe in these things. I mean, I know Ian is way into cryptozoology. Do I actually think that he thinks Bigfoot is true? I don't know. I'm a little sketchy on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, straight up, 13% of the people said that Obama was the Antichrist. I mean, come on. 13%? 13%. Uh, who are they surveying again? But again, if you believe in Christ, is it that hard to believe that somebody's the Antichrist? This is true. And if you've read the Bible, it would be difficult to believe that Obama was the Antichrist. He didn't fit any of the qualifiers. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, listen, my therapist, who is straightened my life out and helped me a lot, six months ago told me she saw a UFO. And I was like, oh, well, man. she saw something that she could not identify. Just because she All couldn't right, identify yeah. it does not mean it was, you know, from uh, a from an alien planet, so. We were on the subject of aliens. I think she was heavily mm. implying that it was an alien. <laughs> Although, listen, I just checked the news today. There's some kind of new report out from the Navy telling the pilots, be like, look, when you see shit you don't understand, here's the new terminology you have to use. Mm. Because they're seeing more UFOs or more unidentified, well, flying objects. But, yeah. but that's the thing, too. is like, based on the math, I'm pretty positive there's intelligent life somewhere out there in the universe besides Absolutely. us. Yeah. Again, based- gun, to my, gun to my head? I don't know if you. I'll be like, no, there's no such thing as an alien. <laughs> but if you look at the the math of the idea that there might be life on another planet, okay, I'm fine yeah. with that. You look at the math of the, that alien life has developed a way of traveling to our solar system. Whew, that that's really difficult to manage. I, I and, it's, and the, the distances we're talking about are way beyond what uh, what what we can imagine. Right. right, but not getting into a discussion about alien. Like, there could be an alien civilization that is a million years more advanced than us and fa- has elements that we don't have access to or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Also, the reason is, is like, they p- what purpose would they have to come here? Right. How would Other they have found just, us? Yeah. yeah. Well, even if they found us, like, so they're going to look at us and go, yeah, they're like cavemen yeah. compared to us. Like, it's kind of interesting, I guess. Kind of the it's prime not like, directive. Yeah, you got, don't. Yeah, because from what I understand, we do not have. Her, oh, that's right. I forgot. She, my therapist told me that she thinks aliens are coming here for our resources. <laughs> so <laughs> there goes your argument. But uh, and then I had to explain to her that that whatever resources we have on this planet are fully abundant out in the universe. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing special here. There's, there's nothing special here. There's tons of gold and asteroids, so it's not gold. Nope. That explains all the anal probes. When they came here, they went, well, is there anything on this planet that doesn't exist anywhere else? I don't know. They make poop. All right, let's check their their butts because that's it. That's the only only resource they have that we don't already have. 
And the other component to aliens visiting here is the time problem. I mean, the the universe is billions and billions of years old. So if unless our civilization has managed to be somewhat infinite, they don't exist at the same time we do. And I, I got to think that most civilizations have a lifespan and an ending. That is discounting, you know, the, the, the possibility of developing a warp bubble. <laughs> sure. But yeah, I mean, well, I agree with Ray. <laughs> you can break the laws of science by, you know, generating a warp bubble. So. Yeah, yeah. And you would need some kind of time dilation thing to, uh, so that when you got home, it wasn't, you know, a thousand years in Had the future. Passed. Right. I mean, right. that pretty much ruined Star Trek for me when I started thinking about that. And I was like, Jesus Christ. That doesn't work. By the, to- by the time the Enterprise got home after their five-year mission, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be the, year, the year 3000. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe pharmaceutical companies... Invent new diseases to make money. <laughs> no, they're evil enough without having to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. The whole thing that this leads me to is the... I just watched a video talking... Uh, it, it was a, a bunch of scientists talking. They, they brought in flat earthers to a beach and said, okay, we're going to show you the curvature of the Earth. And they literally did that. They went to the other side of this lake, and they threw up a balloon, and they put a boat in between with a flag with multiple stripes. And as the boat went further away, the stripes started disappearing, and they showed that that you could only see the balloon after it went so high. And they did all the math in front of them, and all the flat earthers went, oh, now we get it. No. They all went, no, your science is flawed. You don't understand the as as things get further away, there's a a mirage effect, and that's what's screwing your numbers. And the one guy actually said, "Okay, so if you go to the South Pole and you look at the sky, uh, the constellations that you look at are moving clockwise. If you then go to the North North Pole and look at the sky." They're moving counterclockwise. And the only thing that explains that is the rotation of the sphere that we call Earth. And he, 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 he like drew it up and made, made it make sense. And you know what the, the guy's response was? Man, you can't figure out what's beneath your feet by looking up. You're just doing it all wrong. <laughs> that was Did his they answer. promptly shoot all the flat earthers after that? Because they're not going to contribute to society, right? I wanted to. I can <laughs> There's tell you no that. reason. <laughs> Uh, so idiocracy it's it's coming to pass yeah <laughs> thanks that was my tommy chong impression <laughs> it, was, it, it was my uh you know pot smoking hipster impression but thanks <laughs> tommy chong sure so hmm? <laughs> what i don't understand though is what do you get out of believing that the earth is flat you're special because you believe something different than everybody else but there's so many things that like that you could pick that are not so easily provable. <laughs> right. You know. Like Scientology? Yeah. Or anything. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to pick one. Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> There's no evidence saying Bigfoot doesn't exist. <laughs> There's just no evidence that he does. Right. I mean, it's just the, the thing that they happen to glom onto that, you know, thinks them that makes them weird and special and, and unique. People glom onto all kinds of bizarre things. It's just one of them. At why they went with the the one that you can easily prove? Disprove. I mean, people yeah. have flown around the world. Yeah, I just I I can't even grasp that level of of stupidity. Yeah. True Catholics and and Christians believe in the firmament, except that you'd go bonk if you tried to go into space, and they get direct TV, and they you know, <laughs> it's obviously not there, and yet yeah, it's firmament. Yep, yep, not a problem. Facts don't enter into this. 
Yeah. Do you, do you think I could start a unicorns are real movement? Sure. Based solely on the fact that you cannot disprove me? <laughs> yes. And because there are things like, you know, goats that grow single horns, you've already got a, an, an analog for it, it evolving. Unicorns so, existed in the Bible, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if you're going to do that, go with Pegasus, though, because flying unicorns are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Pegasus doesn't have a horn. <laughs> Seriously, Karen, come on. Those are two different You're, animals. Our credibility is being destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> also, Karen, little easier to disprove, all right? Because, you know, how are these Pegasus, Pegasi getting around, all right? We don't see them flying around. But unicorns could be in the forest somewhere. We just don't see them. Well, when they fly, they're invisible. Duh. Oh, <laughs> shit. I hadn't counted in the invisibility factor. <laughs> There you go. I'm moving on after that. Come on. Let's start competing uh, groups. Okay. First one who has a convention wins. (laughs) How many people do you have to have at a convention for it to count? Minimum 300. Oh, there you go. I don't know. You're closer to a center of population than I am. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to state news. This is kind of state news. Uh, It involves the Supreme Court, so it's kind of national news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Supreme Court made a decision either yesterday or today about Pennsylvania schools. There was a complaint that went up to the Supreme Court. Students complaining that they were being forced to share locker rooms with members of the opposite sex. So it's not actually the trans students that were complaining. It was the straight students, the cisgendered students, who were complaining that they had to share with uh, with trans. And... This went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, we're not going to rule on that. So the previous ruling stands, and the previous ruling was, shut the fuck up and go back to school. (laughs) As you can probably tell, I don't have this directly in front of me. That was not a quote. Right. However. I I, I figured you were paraphrasing. (laughs) This, the part that leaves me wanting more information is... All right, we're gonna we're gonna appeal this all the way up. Yeah, we'll take that case. Now nah, we're not gonna rule on that case. Why did you even, you fuckers? You are so lazy. <laughs> they take very few cases, a very low percentage. Right, and then not rule on the case that they took. I don't know, yeah. I didn't. Oh, that's how I understood where it was telling this. Hmm. Oh, I thought they just. They did, said, I yes, thought it got to them, and they're like, will, "No, we're we not. will hear this case." They heard the case and went, "We're not going to give you a decision." Oh, no, they, ah. they didn't hear the case. They heard. They oh. heard no arguments. Oh, fantastic. Well, then I re- retract my sass. Okay. <laughs> so but, so wait a minute, though. So we're looking at a situation where there's a boy who's transitioning to a girl. Mm-hmm. and Or not he's, transitioning, just transgendered. Or transgendered. Mm-hmm. And he's under 18, and he is changing in the girls' locker room with girls there? He's using the bathroom, not... Uh, oh, we're not even changing. We're just talking about using the bathroom. Right. The only person that they actually specified in the as part of the briefs, they included a picture of Aiden DiStefano, who graduated last year, is a transgender male. And it was showing why he didn't belong in a bathroom that corresponded with the sex that he was assigned at birth. And it was just they had his picture included and he was clearly male. So having the court say that that Aiden had to go into a girl's locker room, a girl's restroom. Mm. Locker rooms are definitely cited in in the uh, in the briefs, but in any case, it uh, it it made it clear that that would have been a, a problematic in and of itself. Oh, so it's okay for a trans male to go into the 
boys' room, but I bet if the case was the other direction, it wouldn't have been. Well, it certainly wouldn't have been in other with other people. Mm. Hmm. I mean, you know, to make everybody happy, can we just get a third fucking bathroom, <laughs> or make all bathrooms co-ed, one or the other? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds more cost effective. Yeah. Wow. Why can't we just have individual a bathroom? Yeah, a bathroom with nothing but stalls. Right. Yeah. But- that would be great for guys who have to piss out in public and w- wanging, <laughs> you know, w- waving their wangs around. <laughs> Women don't know how good you have it in the bathroom. <laughs> the, the little bathroom that we have at work has a little sofa in it. It's fantastic. <laughs> Do you know how excited I was one day? I went to, not the Bellagio, what the, what's the casino that Steve Wynn opened in Atlantic City? The Wynn? Remember the Wynn? Was it the Wynn? Yeah. And I walked into the bathroom and they had private stalls to shit in. Mm. Like it was like With a doors. little room. Yeah. It was like a little half bath that you could go into. <laughs> and I was like, why don't we do this everywhere? Why do we have to shit in an open air thing that people can look under, <laughs> look over, hear, look through the crack? Because somebody so, might be having sex in that little room. So you have to have an open air so you can see. And I can't imagine that's why they did it. <laughs> I, I don't know why they did, but it, it's a very American thing. I have um, relatives that come over and they're like, I don't understand your bathroom's here. There's a gap people can see in. Why does the door not go to the floor? This is weird. So this is an American thing. Right. And it's obviously an American problem to think so. Mm. You make unisex bathrooms with little half baths in them and problem solved. Right. I mean, you don't have to put a sink in every one, but just put a goddamn door and it just, just have walls a, no, to go have to the a, floor. A, I don't think a communal sink is the problem. No. Communal you sink have a is communal fine. Sink. Yeah. I mean, you think you know some of the places I've pissed in State College and some of those bars? <laughs> And buckets and fucking troughs. <laughs> oh, the trough. <laughs> so, problem solved. Got it. Okay. And I'm only saying this for up to age 18. Because, and again, I'm not saying that there's boys out there who are going to lie and say, yeah, hey, I'm a woman, so I can go hang out in the girl's bathroom and think it's funny. But till then, you know, give them private stalls. And I think that that can be solved by just a little bit of, you know, administrative guidance. And a little, you know, looking at little Jared going, no, you're not. Shut the fuck up and go back to your room. <laughs> and then he goes to the Supreme Court. And <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, this is not done like on a whim. There is right. uh, a huge number of counseling sessions. They talk to the school counselor. They talk to, I mean, it, it's not, again, it's not done on a whim. It's a lot of work. Now, I mean, we actually had me. growing up, there was there was one boy that no other boys wanted to be in the locker room with because we knew he was different. And mm. He had a shit life in high school mm. because of it, and I. When you I say mean, different, what do you mean? He, he was trans. It, he he didn't accept that he was trans, or he was hiding it. Like or he got a it lot meant. of abuse. Mm. I mean, I'm. I think it's lucky he even made it through high school. Wow. But later, he, I, I believe, he came out as as being trans, and it would have been so much better if he could have just, you know, like you said, had his own room to go to, and not just, yeah. you know, a room for him, but. Mm. <laughs> a separate room for everybody. Why do we have to share private space? Mm. Yeah. I'm actually pushing this so I can shit in public because I don't <laughs> shit in public. Right. And I would do it a lot more if uh, I had my own private bathroom. And what, like Jeff just said, no one volunteers for that life. No one volunteers to be singled out as, as different in that way, especially not in high school. Good Lord. High school is hard enough without that burden on top of everything else. Yeah. Oh, shit. So let me ask a quick question since we're on the subject of this, and this is probably more towards Ian. Where do you fall on transgender people going into sports of the sex that they are transitioning into hmm. or transitioned into? This one's hard. I 
And we're clearly talking about men who transition right. to women because obviously. Right. Yeah. I would say, again, if there is a clear gender division in the sport, then I would be hesitant to be in favor of them being able to participate on a definitely professional level, probably collegiate level as well. What is the the Olympic ruling, which Jeff just brought up? Yeah, we just watched a, a episode of Vice News about this, and I don't mm. remember exactly what the Olympic ruling is, but I do know that there was a lot of discussion. There was a lawyer who came out and said that um, there's uh, the body mass, I mean, the body mass issue mm. should not be a problem because after you've transitioned, you have induced so many chemicals, so many different chemical changes into the body that um, it's actually, it's it's not an advantage was her argument. I'm not mm. sure that I agree with that, but mm. right. I think it depends on the sport. I mean, if you're talking sports that require upper body strength, once you develop those muscles, they don't right. go away. They become smaller, and you know, let the power transfer is not as strong. But you still have those muscles. So yeah, I, I think it depends if the transition is affecting. And the medication they take affects the body in such a way that it evens the playing field. Then, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Like for tennis seems players. So it seems, even though I'm sure they can prove it scientifically, mm. it seems like a tremendous pain in the ass. And also, I see a lot of this in high school sports, though, where like I, some girl was kicking the shit out of other girl wrestlers mm. and won, and she was she Trans. trans from from a male. Mm. And I was like, that seems a little unfair. <laughs> yeah. I would say tremendously mm. so. Also, why would you revel in that, you fucking asshole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, why, why Why? would that person, you know, didn't transition just so they could, you know, beat girls in wrestling? Yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's true. A, that's an important point to make. Yeah. Nobody is going to transition so that they can beat up girls in wrestling. That's just... Right. Are but you why sure? Do you get, <laughs> why do you get everything? Right. Like, is being... Is successfully transitioning from one gender to another and having that being – is that not enough? Now you have to dominate that other gender at sports? Right. Are you so fucking greedy? I don't think that it's a matter of greed. I think it's a matter of, uh, you know, I, w- I was really into wrestling. I, I would still like to do that. That's what I've trained to do. I don't want to give up something that I enjoy because of my transition. But it's an unfair advantage, though. Yeah, because it's listen. At some point, though, I we should all- have to make no sacrifices to transition. Everything should be the same when I transition, and I should get all the pluses. But not only that, can we all be realists for a minute? Like someone could be like, "Come on, like, are you really going to do this? Like, like we have no problem with what you're doing, but now, like, you there's clearly a difference in your body. Mm. You know, like let's not kid ourselves. You know, well, again, I, and Jeff had stated this on Discord has a friend who is taller than average, but mass is the same. Her actual strength is down, significantly weaker. And like I said, the argument is that the science is, is there that once the transition has been complete, that you're, you're not overly, you're not going, that, that mass is not going to be overly helpful to you. Again, I don't know enough about the sport or the science to speak you know, I can't imagine 100%. that's the case in every person who does that, though. Right. That's the thing. And every person's different. You're going to have, like, uh, you know, Annie Thor's daughter is going to, I mean, mm. she didn't transition at all. And she's just, she's just comes from a good breed and is going to <laughs> dominate. Like, you're going to have 
some people who are exceptions who are going to be exceptional at, at their sport. So I, I just. Uh, but the question is, I mean, does his. Does you know the, the the person who used to be male? Does the physiology and if they're dominating the sport, if they're dominating wrestling, dominating every other woman that's playing, how is that not an unfair advantage? Are we just to assume that that person is you know uh, naturally in the it, <laughs> a gifted wrestler, naturally a gifted wrestler in their transition state? It doesn't feel right. I, I get that. I completely agree with with that. But I'm mm. not sure that you know it doesn't feel right is a quote unquote <laughs> it doesn't feel right is a valid argument sure. I, I i get that and i i you know instinctively i tend to agree but i'm just not i'm not sure that the the science is there but i don't know but what is fully transitioned jeff just said according to the olympic t- rules if a person is fully transitioned they wouldn't be allowed to but who makes that determination what is the determination of that mm. and what happens if we get to the point where a person's like i'm i just identify as female right I'm not changing Bang. any of the. Yeah, I'm not changing anything. I identify yeah. as female, so I therefore should be in female sports. No, and and take um <laughs> and perhaps take hormones, but don't you know do any surgery or anything. Yeah, I don't think are... that's the. I don't think that that is the case. I don't think that those. If you're in that section of of transitioning or not transitioning, I don't think you can compete in the opposing genders. You know, in in the competitions. Mm. I don't know. Oh. I don't have. Why would you want to anyway? Any win you make is going to be questioned. (laughs) You know. Sure. Right. Uh, Yeah. There's a case of a. um, I forget what the name of it is. It's a somebody that intersexed. It's an intersexed um, Olympic athlete uh, identifies as female because her external genitalia is female, but she has um, hormones from being kind of intersex. Is kind of you're halfway in between. And it gives her a, a distinct advantage. And she's been fighting for years to be able to um, play in the Olympics. And I don't know where it stands currently, but it's the same kind of thing. I mean, does your individual... But yeah, but the same argument, and Annie Thor's, Thor's daughter, her physiology is obviously hereditary partially. And it gives her a huge advantage because she's a big, strong woman. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, all right. Here, Here's another angle to look hmm. at it. Why does transitioning and again i know how transitioning works and i support them in their transition and this is strictly in sports give me the ability to now take hormones and it needs to be approved in sports i'm a cisgendered male i identify as a male i'd like to take some extra male hormones and participate in sports you shouldn't be able to stop Mm. me i'd watch more sports if that was the case (laughs) oh brother would i Super enhanced football, I'd be totally down. <laughs> See, I don't really have, I don't have a, a, a any sort of real argument. I just think it needs to be left to the people who monitor those professionals. I think that mm-hmm. the, the people who monitor the testosterone levels and the estrogen levels, and there are doctors that understand how these things work. That needs to, to and those doctors who are involved in the sports need to, to make the decision because I, I'm not. I'm not qualified. I just I feel Are, bad for the person who's gone through the transitions that they that they needed to, and they're mm-hmm. n- now not able to participate in the in the things that they love. I feel bad for that person. That's I I, I agree, mm-hmm. and I support you. Are they are they too small of a minority to segregate them like we do with the uh, Special Olympics and the Paralympics? At this point, I think so. Yeah. The Trans Olympics could be right around the corner. <laughs> that could be my million dollar idea. 
But I don't know how to make money off of such a thing. I don't know how to monetize anything. That begs the question, though, because and this has been going on a long time. I'm sure Ray's dying to move on to something else. But that's true. <laughs> when it's the other way around, and it's a woman transitioning to a male, they don't get super bulky and like they get bulkier, but not not super bulky. I mean, enough that they enough that a, a woman transitioning to a male could go become a professional boxer. The problem with that usually is that you develop your initial um, body mass when you're um, a young teenager. So unless you transition early, which most people don't, you don't, you're, you get, you get behind. I mean, well, there we go. Jeff just proved me wrong. There's a trans man makes history as a pro boxer. Yeah. It's harder because it's hard to build up the body mass, but you can do it. Well, good luck to that person. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure out the bathroom shit first. Okay. <laughs> Let's. I'm. I'm on board with Jared's solution for that. All right. I'm going to hit the state news here real quick. Okay. There's a whole bunch of abortion stuff, but I think a lot of it will just breeze through. I did want to talk about Alabama. Uh, yeah. Before we get to the Alabama abortion stuff, the state House of Representatives have approved a bill that would end the requirement that marriages would be solemnized in some sort of ceremony. So they're being forced to accept that they would have to marry gays and lesbians and instead of accepting it they're saying fine i'll just gonna take my marriage basketball and go home (laughs) like they're not going to do marriages anymore they are going to uh offer licenses you sign the license the state says yep we recognize there's a there's a legal marriage here and then you go home there's no ceremony right if you choose to have one rock on do what you want but yeah that's not Uh, part of the procedure for the state which it's perfect and while I get that they're doing this because of the whole religious argument and the fact that they don't want to take part in the whole gay marriage thing, I'm actually okay with this solution. Sure. S- sign the paper. Recognize the marriage. Okay. Go have a service on your own. All right. Or don't. Do what, do what makes you happy. <laughs> Wait. So as of right now, you, you don't have to have a service, right? You can just go get a marriage license and be married, right? It, it depends on the state. There has to be there has to be someone who, quote unquote, performs the, the the marriage like we got married in Nevada and we got went we got the license and then we had to go to somebody who could actually perform the ceremony now right. perform the ceremony we went to a, a little chapel and we said hey don't do anything religious and they went anyway. uh you sure we would really like to do some religious stuff and we went nope please no. leave all that out and they went nah, all right we'll do that <laughs> so it doesn't you know it didn't require much but we still had to go to another party Mm-hmm. And it had to be someone who could officially had some kind of official license to officiate a, a wedding. Yes. How fucking archaic that is. Yeah. In Pennsylvania, your only options are to go to a religious party. And um, the um, there is an atheist group that does it, but not in our area. Or you can go to a judge. And neither of those options was palatable. So we went to Las Vegas instead. Yeah. And we actually, uh, it was not Elvis because I really don't like Elvis. <laughs> But it was a, a like a kind of a Scottish theme to it because I have Scottish heritage and and it was uh, at the wee Kirk of the Heather. Not that I want to give them advertising, but they were fine. They were nice. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yes, they they're were. just not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I am that's, that's fucking shocked at this. Huh? That I just that three out of the four people on this show got married in Vegas and none of them were married by Elvis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I find that shocking as well. So does Grace. Well, if, if it makes you feel any better, um, another couple went with us, and we took a helicopter out to the Grand Canyon and got married by an Elvis impersonator. Not in his getup, 
but he was indeed his day job is Elvis impersonator. <laughs> and and he <laughs> has some day. kind of official document yes. yeah. saying that I cannot believe that I just can't go down and get a marriage license and be like, I want to marry this person. And they'll be like, well, okay, we got to do a little ceremony here. I'm like, what? Yes. Yeah. They have to go to the Justice Peace. Unless you go to Alabama, in which case yeah, you no longer shit, have to do I, Wow, I guess I'm kind of on board with this too. Like, because uh, where do I fucking live? I don't understand this. <laughs> yep. I mean, can I go and be like, say the Justice Peace? Just don't fucking say anything. Just, just, whatever. Just say we kiss and be done with it. Yeah. I, I feel like your best option would be that I bet Adam knows someone on 4chan that could get him a a license to marry you and just have him say a few things. Mm. On Discord? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> first, Jared's Discord first wedding. Discord wedding. I can't wait. Now, once you get, uh, once you get someone to sign on, they you can do whatever ceremony everyone agrees to. They just have mm. to, you know, sign off on the, on the license that they, you know, certify that they performed whatever ceremony that they needed to. Like, for the, the Grand Canyon trip, the Grand, yeah. where we landed the Grand Canyon was actually outside of Nevada. So the guy doing the ceremony, it didn't count there. And he described on the way out that he was like, I actually can only do this in Nevada. So when we get back on the helicopter to come back, once we pass back over the river, I will do the actual marriage because yeah. yeah. it doesn't count unless we're in state so once we crossed back over the river he went okay we're back in nevada do you do you okay we're good and signed the paper ian <laughs> yes i got our new business venture <laughs> oh i love it tell me we are now atheist wedding planners right <laughs> well, i believe so, in pennsylvania you need to be connected to a church so you're gonna have to get in with the um humanist society that's fine yeah Start a little side business where we plan your wedding for you. We make it science-themed and math-themed, and uh, maybe if you're lucky, we can get Dawkins to officiate over it or something like that. <laughs> I uh, I think you need to talk to Jeff here because he facilitated his friend's wedding here in uh, in Pennsylvania. They have a uh, cool marriage license, so uh, hmm. there you go. Uh, if Jeff wants to handle the West Coast of Pennsylvania end go. of our business, he's more than welcome. <laughs> there you go. All right, that got way more traction than I expected. Um, <laughs> so just some quick things about the abortion laws. We talked all about all these different states. Mississippi, federal judge has blocked their abortion law. Um, I have two different things from Mississippi in here. There was another state. Which state was it? Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Alabama uh. blocks. Federal judge blocks their abortion law. Woohoo. Indiana. Yeah, kind of, kind of both ways there. Um, the <laughs> Supreme Court ruled to block part of their abortion law the part that said that well it was very strange i I don't even know that i have it correct but if the if the mother said they wanted the abortion because of the race gender or a disability of the fetus that was being blocked like if you discovered that the fetus had down syndrome you could not have an abortion that would have been specifically outlawed but the supreme court said no you can't do that but they did keep in place the uh the burial burial requirement of the fetus which is bizarre which yeah but apparently that didn't like you know that wasn't countermanded by the the, uh, constitution so Mm. what was that ian right that well yeah apparently that did not in their eyes create an undue burden right for well, are you, is the, the woman, woman responsible for that, or is the the person who performs the abortion responsible? Oh, I believe the woman's responsible. You're kidding yeah. me. They're going to give that shit back to her and be like, now go fucking bury this? 
I don't know that it would be that crude, but <laughs> basically, yes. Give you a little tiny urn. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, no, no, you have to go take whatever they give you, have that whatever they've given you cremated, and then put that in an, an urn if you're so inclined. Mm. Can you cremate it in your own oven, as disgusting as that sounds? Um, wow. I know. I'm t- doubtful. I'm just trying to figure out how this, the, the logistics of this. You just shocked Jeff. Good job. <laughs> Yeesh. Jeff, you should listen to the episode of the Prodigal Sons where we talk about the people who drowned their baby while they were cooking her frozen pizza. No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, going too far, uh, Pat Robertson actually came. Pat Robertson, that old crusty man who's still alive, yeah, yep. said that Alabama seven hundred club. Pat Robertson, Alabama has gone too far with their extreme abortion law. Pat Robertson says this now. The yeah, reason, but not, not for the reason, yeah, yeah. not yeah. for the reason. <laughs> the reason is because he doesn't think that he thinks that they went too far and that it'll easily not be uh they won't be able to t- overturn Roe with that argument because that mm, they correct. went too far. Right, he didn't say you went too far. He he said what sadly, he said exactly what Clarence Thomas said. Clarence Thomas said that you guys are coming at this too much too fast. Mm. You need to continue taking baby steps. Mm. <laughs> Nibble away one little bite at a yes. time. He yeah, whispers, he said, death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> yeah. He said in, in his in his write-up of, of the situation in Indiana, he was like, see, this this is a step. Now, if you can, you know, get us to work on more things like uh, this eugenics abortion thing that we weren't able to overturn, then we can we can we can work with you. Mm-hmm. He, he really was pretty upfront about how to proceed appropriately. Mm-hmm. Very scary stuff. Yeah. Now, what? Now, wait a minute. What's that? What happens? And I'm curious if this case will ever come up. Say a woman, a white woman in Indiana is raped by a black man and gets pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. And decides that she wants to have an abortion based solely on the fact that the child is, well, I guess you can't say because he's black, but forget I just said anything. I'm I'm trying to think of how this would work. Right now, by their law, well, I don't know. Right now, by the what the law they wanted to to put in place, no, absolutely not. She cannot get an abortion. Right, because because in, in Indiana doesn't have any laws against rape. But if say you did it in Georgia, right, you can't get an abortion based on rape or incest. So now they're going to make this white woman in Georgia give birth to this baby that was not only from her rapist but is a, a different color. Mm-hmm. If you change that to Alabama, that is correct. In Georgia, they do have a exception for rape and incest. Oh, but there's more than one that doesn't have an exception. Yes. Okay. Well, all right. So I picked the wrong one. Alabama, Missouri, I think Florida was coming up with one. Right. Soon to be Ohio? Ohio was on the list, yes. Mm. Is that why God is trying to destroy them with tornadoes? (laughs) That because Brian Edsel lives there. (laughs) Clearly. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. His lawn is a little flooded, but. Mm. I mean, clearly their God is very angry at them, so they should really stop it. I think they would argue that, that, that God is angry with the Air Force Base. The mm. tornado hit the Air Force Base pretty hard, where I used to live, actually. Mm. Uh, in any case, I want to move on a little bit. Uh, Missouri, yep. this was a very interesting argument. Again, abortion. Uh, the guy is making the argument. His name is Ray Hartman. In the Riverfront Times in Missouri, he says that the eight-week abortion ban that the state is promoting is a violation of religious liberty. Mm-hmm. 
Now, his argument, I'm going to see if I can try and try and get this straight. His argument is that since since the people who are bringing this bill forward are in the belief that life begins at conception, that the oh, I'm, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> um, it's a difficult argument. Sorry, but it was something about the fact that life begins at conception, and and that they are solidly pro-life. But if you have an atheist or somebody who has a different belief that it doesn't begin at conception, that life doesn't begin at, at conception, those people you are violating their religious belief because obviously when life begins is a religious belief, not a scientific one. Hey, got him! We got him! Here's the example. In Judaism, <laughs> for example, references exist in the Talmud to life beginning when the baby's head emerges from the womb. Correct. Yes! There you go. Thank you, Jews! <laughs> is- We've won! Islamic well, is there... teachings reference the soul enters the body at 40 days after conception. I knew there was it's, Oh, my God. Yeah. Damn, we could. Oh, 40 days. Oh, I thought it was after birth. I was like, damn, we can kill him after birth? <laughs> 40 days after conception. We're already doing that, Jared. Don't you remember what Trump taught you? Oh, that's right. We're wrapping up, making them all nice and comfortable, and then slamming them against the floor. Right. <laughs> In the Bible, when does, it, when does it say that life starts? It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, it actually. Right. Where, where, where does it say that abortion? Most bad? of uh, most of the <laughs> things in the Bible say that I knew you before you were in the room in the womb, mm. which is what they argue. But again, that's a religious belief. So that's since it's a religious belief, mm. having anybody say you know having have you can't change when that religious belief of when life begins, you can't change that. So if somebody thinks that it's at birth, having saying that they can't abort before that. Is this going against their religious belief? Sure, it's written in the books. Yeah. Islam and Judaism, for the win. <laughs> wow, let me ask a hypothetical question. Oh. That will extend the show another 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Say they overturn Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. and things continue down the road that they are now, and things just get worse and worse and worse. In some states, yes. I'm just saying on a whole in this fucking country. Sure. Say, like, there's just nothing stopping this fucking train, and we just regress and regress and regress. I'm talking, like, say 100 years in the future, mm. right? Do you think that they will ever ban male masturbation to go to go that far and be like, nope, you cannot do that because you are actually killing potential babies? Yes. Sex outside of marriage. Masturbation. It's all on the list. Pornography. Gone. Right, but You're women- dreaming. <laughs> Guys are dreaming. The Catholic they, Church has definitely said this previously. Yeah. The Catholic Church rapes children. <laughs> we don't need to listen to them. No, 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 Ian. I'm not saying – again, I'm saying like a hypothetical where – The religious fundamentalists just, will will go this direction, yes. Will but, but, they're, but they're a thing against masturbation is based solely on you just can't have lusty thoughts, right? It has nothing to do with the fact that you're – Shooting what? sperm out right. onto its side. So we have some finite amount of seed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's the whole Monty Python. Every sperm is sacred. Yeah. <laughs> it, so, and it, it does say in the Bible, uh, it makes it not makes fun, but it it says that it, um, you should not spill your seed. Mm. I like Jeff's. The, we just have to jerk off into graves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a little graveyard in my life. <laughs> I mean, do, do you uh, think that... Our- I'm using the sidewalk when I come over. <laughs> do you think our vice president masturbates? 
constantly. No, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> to gay porn. I no, I believe it. Nope, he is he is jerking off to gay porn. <laughs> I think if he did, he would be a better person. Mm. I think it, he's no. I, I I think he is so constricted that he can't tell what's right and wrong because of it. <laughs> I mean, listen. I can only speak for myself, but I find it hard that any guy who who is not having sex on a semi regular basis cannot jerk off. So maybe he's not. Maybe mother. Uh, has sex with him whenever he wants. I don't know the story there, but mm. well, as as Jeff said, only mother is allowed to touch. He's no no stick. <laughs> like you think he never jerked off? A teenager, probably yes, and was horrifically guilty about it because Do you know how excited I was when I first jerked off. Like I was <laughs> dancing a goddamn jig that I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> there was not an ounce of guilt. The only thing I felt guilty about was I couldn't do it again right away. Well, that's because you didn't—you weren't brought up in a church. You weren't told on a regular basis that it was sinful to do. So for mm. you, it was just fun. <laughs> it's a revelation. Sure was. I don't want to get into specifics of the story. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the only, in my memory. <laughs> only other thing I got because we are running late. Uh, yeah. The we talked about bo- uh, boycott of Georgia's uh, movie making. Um, so yeah. the, it, the, there is a growing number of filmmakers and production companies who are saying that they will not be doing business in Georgia following the abortion ban. So I don't. Uh, I don't see them doing anything to back down yet, but it is growing. I mm. don't. I, I kind of wish that this had a uh, a whole list of specific people, but it's it's rather piecemeal. Like Kristen Wiig mm. and uh, <laughs> Annie Momolo. I don't even know who that is actually. She but, was on Bridesmaids, uh, but more on Bridesmaids. people are joining. Mm. I heard Jason Bateman threw his hat into that ring. Mm. Yeah, actually, he's in the article. Jason Bateman uh, told. Hollywood reporter that should the abortion ban survive the legal challenges, he would cease doing business there. California said you may not go to conventions in Alabama if you work for the state. There are exceptions for conventions that only occur in Alabama, but for the most part, you cannot travel there if you're work in California or work for the government in California. Jeff says Netflix pulled out. They're they're not. They won't work in Georgia. No, they break. Oh, they broke their silence. Oh, okay. Not clear yet. J.J. Abrams. Whole bunch of yeah, it's it's definitely spreading. Well, the one that we actually need to do it is fucking Disney, since they own thirty five percent of the market share of all fucking media. Yeah. No, what you really need to do is you need the sports. You need NCAA. Could you imagine if the NCAA said Alabama couldn't participate in any bowl games? Can you if, imagine if that law stood? Wow! Oh my god! Go dogs! <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's where the that's where it'll really hurt. You get the um, the NFL and NCAA sports in general that'll crush them. It, the, the hypocrisy amongst these people, though, mm. who support these things is amazing because when I saw an article on the Jason Bateman thing posted up from a conservative friend of mine, and of course all his people were jumping in, hey, fuck you, dipshit, just do your goddamn job, mm. nobody fucking cares what you think, and then that's, and like six months ago we're like, Kanye is the smartest musician out there. <laughs> um, he's the greatest man. It's like they cannot make up their mind whether you should listen to these people or not. He is not, by the way, just so we're clear. <laughs> Oh, didn't you, didn't you hear he was dosed now? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and while we're clarifying things, and maybe you thought we were still on Georgia, but Alabama, absolutely not the Bulldogs. Okay. 
I, I know that you don't care for college sports that much, but it's killing me. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the correction, and no, I, I don't know. Okay. It's Alabama, the big red A, not to be confused with the atheist big red A. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I, uh, yeah, we had been talking about Alabama, and yeah. I don't think Alabama gets as nearly as much support from, you know, movie makers and so forth that Georgia mm, does. Georgia, sure. Yeah. All right, that's all I've got. Does anybody have anything else? I know that we have another thing listed here, but uh, it's a whole other topic, it and is. we're we going along. Next time. So, skip it. All right. In that case, I think that's all we've got th- for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially Grinch and Jeff, the Pittsburgh atheist. I also want to thank everyone else who supports the podcast. I don't have the list in front of me, but we've got a couple more patrons, and I really appreciate it. How about specifically Dustin, since he's also in the oh, room? Oh, there you go. Oh, Dustin's Hi, here. Dustin. I didn't see you doing. <laughs> awesome. And everybody else. Yes. <laughs> I don't see Dustin in the room. Oh, he's over there under the patron. He's got a little green dot. It says Dustin Grinch Miscrude. Oh, but he's not. He's not. He has not joined the t- the, the voice. Yeah, he's Correct. on. He's online playing City Heroes. Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyone else? If you enjoyed this podcast, you too can support it. Again. ProfaneArgument.com, click the Become a Patron link. Uh, It will give you instructions on how to join. If anybody has any problems joining and getting on Discord, let me know, but it seems to be working. Uh, If you can't do that, you can support us by sharing the podcast on social media or leaving a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Again, you can contact us on our Facebook page or on Twitter at ProfaneArg. Also, if you are looking for any other podcast, check out the Soon To Be Named Network. You can find at soontobenamednetwork.com. It's devoted to comics, movies, TV, video games, whatever you're looking for. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Thank you.